so my husband had surgery about a month ago. He's fine. It's it's a lot. I don't want to go into details, but uh, he can't for six weeks pick up anything heavier than five pounds. So for the last four weeks, I've basically been a single parent. And I just have to say, I don't know how the fuck single parents do this. This is so hard. I, I like parenting is hard just period with a partner, but like, I, I don't think we recognize how hard it is for single parents. And I don't even have a job. A lot of them have full-time jobs. So- Can you imagine being a single parent with a full-time job and your kids homeschooling? Like what the fuck? What the fuck? This country is so messed up. They, you know, love people love to be like, you know, praising the family, but then we don't do anything to help families. Nothing. You know, I've been alone with both kids for as long as a week at a time. Mm -hmm. And I don't think my wife is actually, I don't think I've gone away for more than two or three days. Yeah, I think you came to to New York for a weekend, but I think you only had one kid at that point. And we went to rock the bells. That's, that's, I remember that. Yeah, and like I've made a couple small trips, but like that's it. But my wife, for reasons, has had to go away for like a week at a time. And let me tell you, man, those kids watch a shit ton of YouTube. They play a lot of video games. I mean, I have my 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 toddler, my older toddler, because I have a fourteen month old and a two and a half year old. The two and a half year old has gotten to really love a couple shows. And I'm just like, I, you know, sometimes I'm just like, I can't, I have to, I, I have to do this thing. I have to go make dinner. <laughs> There's like, what can I do? Yeah. Like, I, who, I, go ahead. Oh, so yeah, I came into parenthood as like this ideologue. Like I'm not going to let screens babysit my children. And, mm-hmm. and then I had children. Yeah. And you know what? For the most part, I don't. And I was also an ideologue. And for the most part, I kept screens away from my older one until she was about two but the 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 younger one he's had screens sorry i can't there's nothing i can do sorry oh yeah no there are no rules for younger children yeah yeah with 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 my first child like everything was strictly regimented you can't do this before you get a certain age you can't do this like my youngest he's smoking cigarettes now i mean as he should test that you know test those boundaries yeah i just don't have the energy and plus it's not fair to be like oh Yes, this thing is happening in the house. The older kid can do this thing, but you cannot participate in this shit at all. Yes, I, I did. I know. Ah, uh, yeah, it's so much. Like you know, he can't pick them up, so he can't get up with them in the morning. He can't put them down for their naps. He can't put them down for bedtime. He can't bathe them. He can't be left alone with them because he can't pick them up. So he can't put them in their seats to help feed them. He can't take them out of their car seats if we go anywhere. He can't put them in the car seats. He can't do the trash. He can't, like, there's nothing he can do. I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. Can't he just sprinkle some Cheerios on the floor? <sighs> we did that. We tried that. The The toddler's not allowed. Uh, the younger one's not allowed in the kitchen. So it doesn't work. <laughs> All right, welcome back, guys, to Eat the Press. Um, I hope you guys are having a great week. Uh, I'm doing. Who could okay. possibly have a great week? 
right? I don't know. I'm just trying to say nice things. I guess it's getting warmer in some places. <laughs> it is. It's getting warmer here. We we yesterday we took the kids to the uh, Maymont Park to like the the petting zoo ish. It's not really a petting zoo, but you can see animals. And it was nice. It was like 70 degrees. So it's you know getting nicer, and there's nowhere to go really. Yeah, outside's reopening. Literally, <laughs> outside is the only thing reopening. Right, right. Um, so let's just dive in. This week we want to talk about um, the anti trans bills that a lot of state legislators are putting forth. Um, I read a couple different places, and there, there was one place I read there was 147 anti-LGBTQ bills, and that's from Human Rights Campaign. And then I also read, according to the ACLU, there's like 60 anti-trans bills, but it's a lot. I don't know exactly how many. I think it's the differences which ones have made it out of committee. Right. Um, And most of these bills are targeted, they're all targeted to youth for the most part, to children. 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 And they are two different kinds for the most part. One is denying children like life-saving medical care if they are having gender dys- gender dysphoria or um, whatnot. And the other is targeting sports that um, saying basically only uh, girls who were born girls as their sex are allowed to play sports with other girls. And those are the, those are the bills that are passing. Yeah. It's, it's interesting that this is where the GOP has decided to focus its energy in the wake of the Trump administration. They're fully leaning in on the culture wars. It's a thing they've done in the past, but what makes this so insidious is they are targeting the most vulnerable people in our society and children. literal fucking children. Yes. I, I I had a thought. I feel like I think they've realized they cannot do any more anti-gay stuff that that ship has sailed. And now they're they're just moving on. And now it's children. They're targeting children. So and half of it. Go ahead. Sorry, Half of it is based on sports and they're taking the turf angle. Mm-hmm. Turf, for those who don't know, is an acronym for trans exclusionary radical feminist, which is, you know, sort of oxymoronic because I don't feel that you can truly be a feminist unless you represent all women. But there are women who believe that trans women are infringing upon the right of cis women. And they're saying that they're protecting women's sports. Yeah. It's by just preventing. Yeah. By preventing trans women from competing. So I haven't, I'm not going to claim to be an expert because that's not what we do here, but I have done some reading by trans activists, activists and scientists. And I think the general conclusion is at that age, there isn't really a difference. Even beyond that age, there isn't really a difference in sports competition when you're trans competing with born women I, God, I don't even know i'm trying to get their low language right yes yes cis women or women cis who, women. Were, who yes. were assigned female at birth that yes that's what i was trying to say so it's not even based in science i mean even if you wanted to just take anecdotes the data is out there there are trans women competing in women's sports 
at the highest levels, they're sanctioned by the various bodies of their sports. And guess what? These women are dominating the sports. Right. They're, those inherent advantages. Yes, there, there are some advantages in some sports for being tall. But guess what? Some birth women are tall. Right. Also, um, if I'm not mistaken, and I don't know the science exactly, but a lot of the drugs that one would take to suppress hormones also um, their side effects kind of give you the same effects that a woman has uh, biologically. In, in terms of hormones, there's actually a really, uh, really like bone density. Oh. Is, isn't, isn't one of them like bone density, I think, or muscle? De- like yeah. it's, it, it gives you this, it make, makes you have this like physical body that a, a, a person born as a woman, a cis woman, has. Yeah, but like, I think those who are serious about this know that there really aren't those advantages. Good athletes are going to be good athletes. Um, there's a actually pretty good film I watched maybe a decade ago called Beautiful Boxer. It's a true story of a Thai kickboxer who transitioned male to female. Mm-hmm. And I don't, there were no gender divisions. So she continued to compete against men after she transitioned. Wow. And, and of course, she subsequently started losing more and more because of the hormone therapy. Right. The minister of testosterone. But I honestly, I don't even want to get into all that because it's not about a competitive advantage. Mm-hmm. It's about having an issue. An issue at which they can say, this is the future the liberals want. The liberals want to take this away from the girls. When in reality, all of these laws do serve to hurt women. Mm -hmm. Now, there's an interesting uh, story about a young woman, formerly a girl, named Mac Beggs in Texas. Mm -hmm. This story made news a couple of years ago. Mac Beggs was assigned male at birth Mm -hmm. and later um, had her gender affirmed, transitioned female. Uh, Matt Bex was a high school wrestler, a very good high school wrestler. But the state of Texas only allowed athletes to compete in the sport to which they were assigned at birth. Right. Okay. So they made this young man wrestle girls. And of course, yeah, of course, he destroyed girls because partially because he had been receiving um, hormone therapy to transition mm-hmm. to male so then the parents of the girls actually started complaining and some would refuse to let their daughters wrestle a man now mac wanted to wrestle as a man because he is a man right so when you talk about making people compete under their assigned gender to protect women what ends up happening is you force trans men to Mm -hmm. compete against now if you just let everyone compete as what they are Mm -hmm. you'd have a much more level playing field and now as far as cruelties go this is a minor cruelty which is not to say that it should be ignored because it's horrific but what's worth is the other type of bills that are being passed yes like the one in alabama alabama has now made it a felony an actual felony for any medical professional to provide gender affirmation medical services. 
right. to a minor. So what that means is not necessarily that um, a, a minor, a, a child is going to want to transition to the gender they feel they are. What it means is they're not allowed to take, for the most part, in a lot of cases, um, uh, I, I want to call them hormone blockers because puberty they, blockers, puberty blockers. They basically delay puberty. So they give that child time to either figure out what's going on with them. And these are children who have gender dysphoria and they're very distressed over this because that, I mean, can you, it's, it's already hard enough as an adult to feel these things, but a, a child feeling these things, which it's totally legitimate that they would feel these things. Like middle school is the most miserable point of most people's lives. Imagine doing that in a body that does not match your identity. Right. And so a lot of these these, you know, bills and the people who support these bills, they say, well, we can't um, <clears throat> we can't use these drugs on children. Um, but the fact is that these drugs have been used on uh, cis children for years and years and years in that there's a thing called precocious puberty where maybe a six-year-old starts to develop breasts, which is what the fuck? <laughs> you don't want to do that. Let a, a child go through that. So they give them these drugs to delay puberty so they can still be a child. So these have been drugs that have been given to cis children for years, 20 years, 30 years. Millions of years. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Something. It, like it's that. an established medical process. Yes. So now they're saying, "Oh no, we can't get. We, you are not. It is going to be a felony if you give these drugs to trans children, which is cruel, <laughs> cruel." And I, th and I think they do this under the auspices that children don't know who they are. But these are the same type of people that will look at a toddler and say, "Oh, look at her flirting." Ah, uh, yes. Yet yeah, somehow. They think uh, that it's so gross that cis children and heterosexual children understand both their gender and their sexuality from, you know, basically birth. But right. somehow trans children have to be what 35 years old to know. Right. Right. And I, so I don't know. I didn't see this, but I'm going to guess this falls under this. But like, say, a psychiatrist or a psychologist wanting to cheat, treat a child that is having distress about gender dysphoria, are they also, do they also fo follow under this? Like, you know, therapy to help you work through these things that you're going through. These people, do you know if these medical professionals are also? No, that, that? I, I have not read, read about that. I think the laws only <clears throat> relate to procedures. Okay. As opposed to, but I, I can't say for certain. Right. And then again, I've never said anything for certain on this show. It's not that kind of show. Right. <laughs> we don't know anything. Um, yeah. So that you have to think like these are life saving um, drugs because a lot of what happens is these children, they um, commit suicide because they feel so wrong in their bodies. Yeah. And it's not a rare occurrence. It's it's frighteningly common. And it's, it's horrifying. Anyone with any compassion would care about saving the lives of these children. Even if you think it's a mistake, even if I'm just trying to put myself in the mm -hmm. shoes of a bigot. If, if right. I were a bigot 
And I thought that trans people were somehow wrong. Mm -hmm. I would just prefer somebody to be wrong than dead. Not only that, but let's say you're that bigot and you're like, um, you're wrong, little kid, about this. Why wouldn't you want to give them drugs that give them more time to figure out how they feel? Instead of su suppressing that. Because none of these actual issues are based on care and compassion. Absolutely it, not. It's a culture war because that is how Republicans hold seats. That's how they win. Right. I would say, where are the Democrats on this? I haven't really heard much from them, like, saying how terrible and horrible this is. I mean, you, you read a lot of, you know, activists or you read scientists or you read, um, you know, uh, people who have transitioned themselves saying that this would have helped them so much. I don't really see the Democrats. Why don't they put up their own legislation in states that they that they have control over? Well, the thing is, none of these states are none of these laws are really being put forth in states where the Democrats could stop them. It's all right. solidly red states. Right. But like you don't see the Democrats going in a solidly blue state. Hey, we're not going to we're going to just do our own legislation. Like I I think it's because they don't want to get caught up in the culture. War. It only works. It literally only works for the Republicans. Right. Right. Yeah. So this is this is just like it's just cruelty for cruelty's sake. Um, you know, they and it's, it's not a political you can be on either side of one side is looking to do harm to children. Mm -hmm. They don't give a fuck about anybody. They really don't. No. But speaking of Republicans doing mm -hmm. harm to children. Uh -oh. Related. The other big story is... Congressman Matt Gates. Gates. I don't know. I say Gates. I, that's what it looks like to me. Gates. I'm saying it Gates. I've always read it as Gates, but I'm not going to go to war with you on that one. Wait, you know what? You're probably right. You're probably right. <laughs> I don't have the confidence in my convictions, but I also don't give a shit about pronouncing that guy's name right. The Same. way white people say Farrakhan when they know yeah. it's Farrakhan. Right. I'm going to no, find I'm out. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to find out how to pronounce his name and then mispronounce it. Okay, good. So many people mispronounce my name. They add an S to the end, and I'm always just like, I I'm not Polish. Please stop adding an S to the end of my name. <laughs> oh, it's fine. because of that actress. Oh, uh, yeah. Baranski. And yeah. I'm Grumpke. Yeah, well, I mean, what are you going to do? So yesterday, the New York Times reported that the DOJ was investigating Matt related to sex crimes with a minor. Mm -mm. Yes, and the investigation began under Trump's DOJ. So not a, like, Democrat thing. No, Gats, trying to get ahead of the story, came to Twitter and said, no, in fact, people have been trying to extort me. Mm -hmm. And this is about entrapping those people. As a matter of fact, my dad's wearing a wire right now. Can you believe this dummy said that? <laughs> On Twitter. First of all, if that was true, you wouldn't tweet about it. Like, that's just not how that works. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, especially because, like, if you were involved 
in a sting, like you were the bait in a sting, that would come out. There's no reason to get ahead of that. There's already talk that he's not running for re-election, that he's looking for a job, he's looking for a job at Newsmax yes. afterwards. So why get ahead of this story if the truth was going to out? Yes. Also, I feel like I read that he'd been telling colleagues that he was going to not run for re-election like within the last couple of weeks. So it's like he knew this was coming. And so he's like, let me just sprinkle my future plans around so people will know that that I'm not leaving Congress because of this. I'm leaving because I want to go be on TV. Now, this is not the first time that people have speculated that Getz might have inappropriate relationships with a minor. The first being his quote unquote son, Nestor. Which he has not adopted, which he um, does Nestor live with him? I can't remember. I, I, yeah, I believe Nestor still lives with him. OK, so I found out I thought initially that I mean, well, I thought that Nestor was a lover at one point, but then after more of the story came out. I was under the impression that Nestor was Matt Getz's girlfriend's son. And that's yes. how he, as it turns out, he is Matt Getz's ex-girlfriend's brother. Okay. Nestor's actual father lives in the United States. What? <laughs> yeah, Nestor has, has, for a short period of time, lived with his father here in the States. But I guess he just chose Gats. Why would he? Yeah, it's such a strange about that makes any sense. They're just there's just not any transparency. Um, so I don't know if you saw this, but I saw this clip. Uh, Gats went on a Tucker Carlson's show last night and he did an interview and there was a clip of him and it was a very specifically worded uh, denial where he said something like, um, I'm being accused of traveling across state lines with a 17 year old. And I guarantee you that that's not true. <laughs> that's the denial he gave, <laughs> which it's just very specific, bro. Little sus. Yes. So for what I'm seeing right now, he is tacitly admitting to a relationship with a 17 year old. Mm -hmm. He is not, however, and by the way, the statute of, uh, that's statute of limitations. Sorry. Right? Age, of, of, age of consent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You see, these words don't come easily to me because I don't care about these things. Right. I've never I've never had to ask, is it OK to have sex with that, is that person old enough? Because right. I, I, I'm into adults. Always be suspicious <laughs> of a man who knows the age of consent in states, because that's weird. And yeah, like, it, why do you know that? <laughs> yeah. If you know the age of consent in Montana, something's wrong with you. Dude. Right. Listen. And how old is Gats like 35, 37, something like that. He's in his mid to late 30s. Like, even if the age of consent is 17, that's gross, bro. <laughs> you're like, she's 17 and you're what, 32, 33? Gross. And in, in Florida, the age of consent is 18. And they have what they call um, a Romeo and Juliet law. You familiar with these? Um, No. Romeo and Juliet laws are sort of flexibility built into the age of consent that so allow people close in age to each other. Right. So if you're like 18 and she's 17 or 19 and 17, there's a little bit. Yeah. Of leeway. And there's for my liking, there's a little bit too much leeway in Florida's law. It is up to 23 and then down to 16. 23 year old and a 16 year old don't need to be with each other. Let, yeah. let me tell you something. When I was in high school, 
one of my best friends at the time, now I don't speak to her because she's crazy conservative Trumper, and I stopped a long time ago, different story. She, I remember, you know, you're in high school, you do things like you drink and you go to parties and like people who are old enough buy you alcohol. She was dating the one of the assist at 16 the assistant coaches of the baseball team and he was like 23 mm. or 24 and you know like looking back i'm like gross bro what is your deal hanging out with a 16 year old and he was actually employed by the school so that's like employed triply illegal it's like so gross i cannot believe it it nothing happened to him so yeah that's gross too 23 24 and you're with a 16 year old that's that's eight years yuck but yeah so it's looking like um gets is being accused and this is we don't know this yet no charges have been filed mm-hmm. of sending money to transport a minor across state borders like basically like a fly out for those of you on twitter flying right. out 17 year olds and his his defense is that People are using his generosity towards his in his relationships towards women against him. He said something like that. And okay, so there's another part of the story that was a little bit I got a little bit lost and confused, but they were investigating him because he was part of a larger probe against this other Florida politician named Joel Greenberg. He was arrested last year on charges that also include sex trafficking of a minor. Um, he hasn't gone on trial yet, though. Uh, so, like, I don't know how. Is that one of his associates? Yeah, I, I did not actually read that connection. But what the hell is going on down in Florida? I mean, it's Florida. Just like, what? <laughs> Come on. There's like the, the, the jokes and the memes for Florida. They're all true. So I don't like to um, to spread Florida man jokes because I kind of feel that most Florida man jokes are just picking on poor people. But but rich and powerful people in Florida sure seem to love molesting young girls. Let's just put it out there. Epstein lived in Florida. Trump lives in Florida. Allegedly, he has allegedly um, lives in Florida. (laughs) He's doing weddings now. Did you see that? Yeah, he I like popped in on a wedding at Mar-a-Lago and did like a, I don't know, 30 minute speech, you know, all the hits that he likes to do at a wedding. Do you think we're going to see him on Cameo one day? <sighs> no, he doesn't need the money, but maybe just because he he wants a platform. But no, he doesn't like people to tell him what to say. No, he wouldn't do that. Mm-mm. And Cameo is all about, hey, say this to my friend, you know. <laughs> So he's not going to do that. Um, yeah, so. So I'm interested to see where this investigation goes. But you were talking about um, the Tucker Carlson mm-hmm. appearance last night. At one point during the interview, Get says to Carlson, well, we've both been accused of sexual impropriety. Yeah, he's, he pulls that on him. And uh, yeah, he, he's just out of nowhere. Like, I, it's like a, it's an interview that was supposed to be easy for him. And he starts bringing up uh, accusations from what, like 10, 20 years ago, something like that against. And I listen, I probably is true. It's probably true. The guy's a creep, but like, wow, you know what I'm talking about, Tucker. 
<laughs> We've all been there. Nudge, all nudge. Been, yeah, right. Like, no, uh, the fuck we haven't. No one's ever accused me of any sexual impropriety. Same. Oh, man. Well, I don't know. Yet. If yet. Come on. That's not going to happen no. to you. I know you. I know no, you, you know why? Because because I don't actually do those sorts of things. This is there's not an in, there's not an epidemic of false accusations. Typically, if you're accused of being a creep, you're a creep. Yes, because you know what? It is not um, beneficial as a woman to come out and accuse anybody of anything because nobody ever believes you and your reputation gets torn apart and you get harassed and there's no money. It's not like you came out and said these things for money. It's just false accusations are extremely rare. So I'd be curious to see where this goes. I mean, I don't hope anything bad happened because I would hate for a young girl to have been abused by this man. But Mm -hmm. the sooner we can get him out of office, the better. Yes. And I, you know, the thing is, is like, I know a lot of people will say a 17 year old is, can make her own decisions. But the truth is, is like when there's somebody who is way more powerful than you, a lot older than you, and you're not like your brain doesn't stop really developing until what, 22, something like that. I think maybe 25, maybe 25. It's like you're, you're still cannot really, you know, give consent in that position. Yeah. No, here is where I stand. And I feel even gross saying saying this, but on like the sexual autonomy of minors, mm-hmm. yes, they own their bodies, they own their sexuality, and they probably can consent to have sex with their peers, with yes. their peers. That's that's yeah. where it stops. Yes, absolutely. I totally agree. I, I, yes. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> when you not... have a different of power dynamic, it, it's mm-hmm. not. I mean, that's why we look at the whole Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky thing through a different lens now, because then it was a lot of like, what? Who cares? He he's can 23 get a, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But like he's the president of the United States and she was 23 and he was like, what, 45, 50, 40. I don't know how old he was. Old. He was he was old to her and he's the most powerful man in the world. So, no, that's not the consent really wasn't there. Well, <laughs> when, when, when day we're going to have a good story to talk about, <sighs> man, what's just nothing happens. I mean, I had to t- talk about how tired I am in the cold open because n- I don't do anything. I literally don't do anything. I, I planned another vacation that I won't be taking. Oh, really? Where to and when? Uh, this end of the summer. So late summer, early fall, Korea again. Are they going to let you Americans into the country? As it stands, we can come in and then we have to quarantine for two weeks, which I'm not going to do. I'm just not going to go if that's still in effect. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that's your whole vacation. (laughs) Hello, I'm coming to stay in a hotel room in Korea for two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. Yeah, my my husband's friend lives in Australia and. I can't verify this because I haven't been reading any news, but, you know, they barely have any cases. But like if you go to Australia, you have to quarantine for two weeks. There's an app you have to check into that tags your geolocation. A cop can come by at any time to see if you're still quarantining. Like they 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 freak out like they get. I think. um, What did he tell me? He talked to him last night. 
they don't have hardly have any cases, but like there was a seven cases broke out a couple weeks ago. And like the entire country was like, ah, fuck, seven cases. And it's like, man, can you imagine? We're like thousands and thousands of cases a day. If we got down to seven cases, they would start injecting people with the shit. Yeah. <laughs> that stuff is just not enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Do you have an asshole this week? We haven't done that in a while. You know, it's funny you asked this because I had an asshole coming into this show and I completely forgot it. Ah, you do that all the time. Yeah. Damn. Who could it who could it have been? Was it somebody in sports? Sports? Uh, it was probably not someone in the sports. The no, sports. the sports have the sports have been pretty good. Okay. Was it a politician? I'm gonna try to make you remember this. I mean, there's always a politician. Okay. Was it someone in real life? Most of these people are real. Mm. Like sport, sports people, politicians, they exist. You no, can I touch mean, them. in your real life. There's no one in my real life. I know, right? Me either. Um, well, I think that covers everybody. It could be. Politician, sports, or in real life. That's it. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. And you, you know asshole this week, no? Um, I don't know. Seems like Quavo is an asshole. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about this. Yeah. He seems like he likes to hit women. That seems Quavo like a thing. of the rap trio Migos. Yes. Bad and bougie. Yeah. Um, appears on video assaulting his ex-girlfriend, rapper Sweetie. Yes. Have you ever seen Sweetie's mom? Nothing I makes me feel older than Sweetie's mom. No, I haven't. Why? Sweetie's mom is a video chick from Nelly's Hot in Here video. Like, that's her age. Oh, my God. Which wow. means, like, we are old enough to be Sweetie's parents. Oh, wow. I don't like that at all. <laughs> I don't like that at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyways, there was... um, They broke up, right? And Sweetie and Quavo. And uh, just yesterday or today, some video came out of him basically assaulting her in an elevator and if i'm not mistaken he checks to see if there's a camera which makes you go ah if there hadn't been a camera what would have happened yeah like he knew exactly what he was doing mm-hmm. yeah so i don't know her music do you know her music yeah you you would know um tap in if you knew one song that would be the one you knew oh okay um, yeah, so I I'm going to go with Quavo's the asshole and all the people online caping for him and saying that we don't know whose bag that was that she was grabbing in the elevator. So yeah, it was his Birkin bag. I mean, come on. <laughs> it doesn't matter whose bag it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all that he'll be my asshole of the week yeah. for hit for hitting a woman. Assault as always. Mm-hmm. Our theme music, Too Cool, is composed by Kevin McLeod. Kevin McLeod. Licensed through Creative Commons, Kevin. We yes. will not get your name wrong again. Never, ever, ever. I'm so sorry. I fucked uh, up. And I think we're looking to um to bring more guests on the show, change it up for you guys. Yes, we have possibly a very fun guest that I'm looking forward to. I'm really excited. Um, yeah, and... If there's anyone you would like to hear on the show, yes. drop us a line. Yes, let us know. Add us on Twitter because Jason has some big follows. Yeah. Uh, if you would like, yeah, if you would like to come on the show and fight me, I mean, drop me a line. 
it'll be a you know virtual fight but yes let's do it a fight of words actual fight okay <laughs> but yeah no but yeah drop us a line you yeah, can press yeah. the gmail.com that part of the, the like thing of our show is we're just regular people who talk shit <laughs> that's like we're not famous we don't not pundits we're nothing we're just people all right and we do this for you see you we next do. week all right <laughs>